On this week's episode of Saturation, Kate and Grace kick things off by continuing the Black Lives Matter conversation with the help of our friends at Counterpropaganda. We then cover the Bachelor franchise's announcement from Matt James as the next Bachelor, Kelly Clarkson's divorce, Kourtney Kardashian's suspicious flannel, and some wholesome content from the Fab Five. You won't want to miss this. Welcome to this week's episode of Saturation. We want to start by thanking you guys for all the love last week. That was a totally different episode for us, and we're so glad that you guys liked it. And because I got so much positive feedback, and we even connected with some of the people whose stories we shared, which was so beyond awesome. So awesome. Um, we decided that for a while, we'll just continue like reading a quick story from again counter propaganda on instagram mm-hmm. counter propaganda um mm-hmm. if you visit our instagram page you'll easily be able to find them yeah. uh, and so we figured that we would just kick things off with another story so Cade, with that being said i'll let you jump right on into it and then we'll get to some other pop culture stuff yeah but i want to keep the conversation going so yeah exactly and i grace and i were just talking before we started we a lot of people said thanks to us about last week's episode because, again, it was really different for us and a little nerve-wracking, but um, it was it turned out so well and, I think, you know, started a conversation within our listeners, and so um, we just want to continue to highlight them. So I'm going to read a recent post that they posted on June 8th, um, and, again, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, you should check it out to kind of learn more about them and, um, and, and just kind of better understand this, but um, the post that I'm going to read today starts out saying my daughter is eight i'm explaining to her about george floyd when my son was six i was explaining trayvon martin when i was 12 my mom was explaining rodney king when she was six her mom was explaining emmett till it's tiring being black in america be that is the author of that entry and so again there's a lot of powerful and really moving submissions that they post every single week or not every single week, every single day, um, and you can submit yours um, if you are in the POC community and by checking out their Instagram or their website at Counterpropaganda, and we thank them so much. They were so nice, Grace, like I was deeming with them, and they're so nice, and so. Yeah, and the girl who, like, shared our episode on her Instagram, we read her story, and she was so sweet, so <laughs> Kate and I are so thankful that, like, A, we got to kind of switch up the formula, and so many great things came from it. Mm-hmm. So definitely give them a follow and just like keep teaching yourself and spreading the word and keeping momentum with this whole movement because it is literally so important. Yeah. I I cannot think of a better way to start our episode by doing this each week. So we're excited to kind of continue that tradition. Totally agree. Okay. And speaking of kind of, you know, history in the making, Grace, we've got to go to your topic of the week. Yes. Okay. So uh, what a great segue. Um, (laughs) Last week, we discussed the pressure that was being put on the Bachelor franchise and ABC um, to, you know, have more diversity on the show and more representation. And it appears that they listened because they announced that the next Bachelor is going to be Matt James. Mm -hmm. He is, like, best friends with Tyler Cameron from Hannah's season, who everyone who listens consistently knows I'm absolutely obsessed with (laughs) and Matt was supposed to be on the next season of Bachelorette because there's going to be Bachelorette and then Bachelor 
but I think now he's just gonna do Bachelor, which I'm like so stoked about this. Okay, yeah, I wanted to ask this question, if I may. Because, um, yeah. you know, I'm not a big Bachelor fan, but even I'm a little lit about this. Like, I might actually watch the season undetermined you yet. You have but to fade. I've just kept, like, like you were saying, I know who he is through Tyler. But, so he was supposed to go on Claire's season. I remember we talked about that back when that news broke. So, yes. is he now not going on Claire's season? I'm going to assume not, because okay. what if he won Claire's season? Then right. he would be happily dating Claire. Right. So I think they just probably are going to replace him with someone else for Claire's season, and then he'll have his own season. And I think it's also a breath of fresh air to not have, like, a recycled person from a past season be oh, the yeah. Bachelor. You just have a totally fresh face. Because this is the first time that's ever happened, right? Like, it's typically always been somebody from another season. Yeah, unless it was, like, the first season, right. obviously. Right. But yeah. That is really cool. And see, I was I was wondering about that because I obviously read a few things about it. It's such a big a big thing. They had the first African American lead was Rachel back in twenty twelve and she's, mm -hmm. you know, obviously been a huge advocate and been calling for them to to, you know, bring more people of color in the lead roles and she, you know, has been really vocal about how it's like really past due, honestly. And um, one yeah. thing that confused me about it was that they said this was always in the works, but yet he was no, already signed on to Claire's season. So that seems a little like, I guess they're they, definitely they trying just, to cover their ass. Yeah. Um, one thing that I did read and I just will mention is that there's been 40 seasons of The Bachelors, 18 years, and there's only been one lead of color. So Matt will be the second lead of color, but the first um, male lead of color. And the signature, the petition online, I think we mentioned it last week, um, it has over 85,000 signatures. So I think ABC still has a lot of work to do, but it's very exciting. Yeah, it's a first step. And I hope, I mean, I'm sure you've realized this because I know how much you love him, but you do know this is like means high probability that Tyler will make an appearance back on the show. Oh, definitely. Like they have to play on that and do that. 100%. Um, so yeah, congratulations to Matt King, and I hope we can see more positive change like this from ABC. Yeah, agreed. Okay, should we go to my topic of the week? Yes. Okay, now I just want to present this. <laughs> if if you've listened to this podcast at all, like from day one, you know there's like this little inside joke that I am a fan of Kelly Clarkson and Grace is not. It's not. Um, but this really shook me, so I had to make it my topic of the week, um, and Grace will just have to deal with it. <laughs> That's okay, I can still chime in on this. Okay, okay. So, Kelly Clarkson, surely you guys know who Kelly Clarkson is, I don't need to explain that, but she, um, last Thursday, we're recording on Tuesday, so just like a few days ago, um, Kelly Clarkson defiled, filed for divorce from her husband, um, Brandon Blackstock. Um, I, I, I'm just going to run through a couple of things to mention. Brandon is her husband, her manager, father of her two children. He's the executive producer of her um, popular talk show. And he's also Reba McIntyre's stepson, which is people... Oh, I never that. knew that. Yeah, Reba's stepson. And so Kelly is technically... Or Reba is Kelly's mother-in-law. But it's kind of weird because Reba's dad and or Reba, Brandon's dad and Reba have since gotten a divorce. So technically they're, but anyways, 
She really always is talking highly of Reba, really looks up to Reba. Reba's been on her show. Really cool. That's beside the point. It's shocking that they're getting a divorce because they've been together since 2013, so a little over seven years. Or maybe it was, yeah, a little over seven years. Um, they first met in 2006 before the ACMs, and her manager at the time was Brandon's dad, who was Reba's husband. Oh, no way. Yeah. So, and Brandon also manages Blake Shelton, and so that's why he was at the ACMs. Then they yes, reconnected same. at the Super Bowl in 2012 when she sang the national anthem, and he was there with his client, Blake Shelton, who was singing America the Beautiful. Um, he had a previous marriage and has two kids from that marriage, older, more teenage kids, but Kelly's been very vocal about how she looks as looks at, looks to them as her own, like she thinks of them as her own. Um, and, like... The interesting thing is that if you watch any Kelly Clarkson interviews or have ever watched her show, she's always talking about her husband, how much she loves yeah. him, how, you know, she's always singing his praises. So it's very, very, it's honestly shocking. Like, it's really crazy. And um, they were quarantining together in Montana at a ranch that they were in the process of building. Um, she was doing her show from there. He was helping do lighting, cameraman, all the things. Um and a source said that they um, weren't getting to spend a lot of time together because of her busy schedule. And so the couple was hoping that quarantine would help their relationship. But being together evidently made things worse. Um, but the source was very clear to say that the that her career was not a her career was a distraction, not the cause of their um, divorce. Um, since they've been married, she's had three albums. She's been on, she's been on The Voice several seasons. She's had her Las Vegas residency. They've had two kids. She has her talk show. The two kids are River and Remington. Um, I don't know. A lot's happened in a, in a small time for her. And obviously the, their success is very intertwined um, because he's the manager and so involved in her career. Um, staffers on the talk show who obviously worked closely with him and her said they were stunned. Um, by this news, be, just because of how oh, they wow. are together on set and, you know, etc. Um, one source said that they did want more children. For a while there, she was very adamant about they did not want more children. Her pregnancies were really rough, but recently she's mentioned that they want more children, but that her husband does not. So there's some speculation there that that could have been part of the issue. Um, she filed in L.A. Interesting enough, they moved to L.A. last year, and Clarkson put her Nashville mansion on the market but then earlier this year, their L.A. mansion slash home was for sale. And now it's been taken off the market, presuming, you know, presuming that Kelly is going to live there. Um, I don't know. It's, it's pretty crazy. She's asking for joint custody, enforcement of their prenup, and no spousal support for Brandon. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really shocking and really sad. She was, the last thing I don't understand is she was spotted without her wedding ring while walking the dog in L, in her LA neighborhood just a few days ago. So, um, Aww, that is sad. I don't know. It just seems really crazy. Something happened. Something had to have happened. I agree. So I'm so sorry, Kelly Clarkson. <clears throat> I love you. Yeah. That's all I have. on. Uh yeah, very interesting. Very. Ooh, already the song of the week. Cool. I know. We're really we're really killing it. I know. Okay, I know what mine is. Okay, go for it. Um, Marin Morris released two new songs oh. as like special additions to the 
Girl album, uh-huh. and I'm really into the song Just For Now. Oh my gosh, I think that was going to be mine. Hold on. Shut up. It was. Both oh, songs gee. are really good, though. Um, There hasn't been a lot of new music, which is kind of a little... um. A little challenging, but I will mention. I'm trying to find it. Um, what the heck? Where is it? Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I thought it was in this playlist, but it wasn't. Um, I am a big fan of this uh, the show Songland. It's so good. If you haven't seen it, it comes on NBC, and there's several, like, hit makers in the music industry that are, like, judges, and then a different artist comes on every week, and there's, like, four contestants at first, and they narrow it down to three contestants, and then the producers each work with um, one producer per um, uh, artist, songwriter, and they create a song, and then they come back to the artist, and the artist ultimately picks their favorite song. They've had so many good ones on there. The Jonas Brothers' song is really good. It's called Greenlight. Um, BB Rexa just did one a few weeks ago, and, and the song that was chosen is the theme for the um, the Olympics that were supposed to be this summer, but are now going to be in 2021. Um, anyways, it's really cool. And recently, the finale, the season two finale was Monday night. I haven't watched it yet, but last week, Ben Platt was on. And I'm not, I mean, I know who that is, but I wasn't really familiar. And um, they came up with a song for him called Everything I Did to Get to You. It's very good. So you guys should check it out. I've actually been streaming a lot of the songs from that show. I haven't watched it, but I've like seen a lot of the songs come up on like my new music Friday and they're yeah. really good. No, you you have got to it is so good. Like the creativeness in it is just I, that, it's like all my favorite things dropped into one. So if you haven't seen Songline, you should totally watch it. And um, you can look them up on Apple Music or Spotify. Um, and all the songs that the artists have selected are on there as well. Amazing. Do we want to do some Black Lives Matter updates? Yes, I definitely think we want to do that. Um, if you listened to last week's episode, you know we just kind of did like a little running list of things that are happening um, as far as this movement is concerned. And so we wanted to kind of carry that over and tell you some things specifically pop culture celebrity related um, to the Black Lives Matter movement. So I can kick it off. Um, David Dobrik donated $50,000 to several different organizations in honor of the Black Lives Matter movement. He was on Jimmy Fallon last week, or Fallon at home, so they were Skyping. Um, but he talked about going to protest, um, and how it opened up his view of it, and, and, and they just talked about his donations, and he was really, like, handled it really well, I thought, and, um, so that's just an update. Um, Lady Antebellum changed their name to Lady A, which a lot of people kind of called them as their nickname, but they officially changed it. Mm-hmm. Um, they revealed it in an open letter on Instagram, and the name originally came from a Southern Antebellum-style home where they took their photos. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe the historical significance was the push to change yeah. it to Lady A. Yeah. I also didn't put this on on our outline, but... They were getting some pushback because there's a very famous African-American singer who goes by Lady A. And I just, I don't know. Again, we talked about this last week, but, you know, you can't make everybody happy. I thought it was a good move and something that they obviously felt on their hearts that they needed to do. So um, you can go to their Instagram at Lady A and read the kind of 
dialogue that they uh, posted um, for their fans. Very interesting. Um, I don't ever watch the show, but I absolutely know what it is. A&E has canceled live PD amid protest against um, police brutality. This is, uh, from what I know of it, you know, it's cops that are being filmed um, and it made into this television show. Normally it's kind of dumb stuff like going breaking up a high school party or something of that right. nature. Um, but a lot of people love it, but they've canceled it for the time being. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if it came back in a, you know, kind of reformatted way. But um, I know a lot of people were kind of upset about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Oscars has formed a group to create diversity and inclusion guidelines. Um, a lot of you guys know in the whole like award realm of things there is a lack of diversity that's been discussed for years now um and so some of the guidelines are that filmmakers will have to meet the guidelines in order for their work to be eligible for the 2021 ceremony that's probably like um, making sure that x amount of you know people from different backgrounds are on sets crews etc um in 2015 there was a hashtag called oscars so white but like we said, this is something that's been discussed for so long. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. Um, ten films will be nominated each year in the Best Picture category. Um, they're currently scheduled for February 28th, 2021, but there's talk of it being postponed to late April 2021. Mm -hmm. um, that would be the first rescheduling in 40 years and, of the Oscars. And it actually was today. They rescheduled it for April 2021. So that is happening. Okay. Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. And this has extended the eligibility of feature films to February 28th, 2021. So um, the nominations will come out 15th of March, 2021. And um, from 1959 to the 1980s, it was held in April. So they're just kind of backtracking back to those days. Mm -hmm. And the only two times it's been moved was once after the shooting of President Reagan and another after the death of Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. Lots of news coming from the Oscars between the new, like, division category that you mentioned and then the changing of it. So, yeah, I'm excited to see that. I did read, I think, that these changes won't be going to effect until the next period, so after February 28th. So, technically, that won't happen until, I guess, the Oscars in 2022, which seems like a long way. But when you add something like this, I feel like you have to, I mean, you yeah, have to do it the right way. Period, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, saved on Instagram? Yes, I have so many. Yeah, we're moving right along today. We really we, are. Yeah, since we have some new listeners, we wanted to make sure that we were, like, being a little bit more mindful of people's time, something that we've been working on ever since we came back for season two. So, again, lots of good changes happening over here in the saturation headquarters, <laughs> if you will. Should I go first? Yeah, go first. Okay, y'all. I can't remember, Grace. Do you, did you watch Outer Banks? No. Okay, well, this is but big I, news. What did you say? I know what you're going to say. Okay, yeah, this is huge news. If you watch Outer Banks, the hit Netflix teen drama filmed and, you know, the setting is in the Outer Banks of the Carolinas, um, Chase Stokes, who plays John B. Rutledge, and Madeline Klein, who plays Sarah Cameron, have officially announced that they are dating. Now, this was speculation. I mean, they are the main two characters on the show, and their characters date on the show, like fully, madly in love on the show. 
Um, and fans have been speculating for months that they were maybe together. This is both of their both of their breakout roles. So nobody really knew who they were necessarily before Outer Banks. Um, and y'all, when I saw it, I was like, what? He posted two pictures, basically, um, on his Instagram. And one is, like, the beach with their feet. And they're, like, having a little picnic on the beach. And then the second one is, like, her with a bottle of wine. And the caption is, cat out of the bag with the heart emoji. Cute. Right? And she commented on it and said, I've fallen and I can't get up. (gasps) Ah! I did see a lot of people, um sending this in various like Instagram group messages that I'm in. And mm-hmm. I was so confused at first. I was like, do we know these people? Yes. <laughs> and oh then gosh. it clicked. We um, stand. Yeah. My first one, Kate actually sent me and I shared on my story yesterday, just Jared. He's like a paparazzi. I posted a photo. I'm getting like shortness of breath looking at the picture because <laughs> wow. It's Tyler Cameron um, down in Florida, you know, in his little swim trunks, no shirt. <laughs> his physique just is really beyond me. Um, I felt hypnotized. I just kept staring at it. Mm-hmm. And again, we stand. We absolutely stand. We have no choice but to stand. Exactly. Um. Okay, my next one. Gosh, guys, I, I have so many. Um, Grace, you might be more one to talk about this, but I'm going to bring it up just because it was such a big deal last week. Um, Stassi from Vaynerpump Rules. Last week we mentioned that she was fired from Vaynerpump Rules. Do you know how to say her last name? Stassi Schroeder? Is that right? Okay. Um, anyways, she was fired and then, um, it came out like on Friday that she's pregnant and expecting her first child. Yeah. So, there's a lot happening there. A lot happening. Um, I did see this, and I'm, like, a big Stassi fan. I know that, like, yeah. when this news came out, that was unfortunate because I think it's very out of character for her, and it was very upsetting because I think she's a lot of uh, fan favorites, fans' favorite on Vanderpump uh-huh. Rules. And not only is she was she my favorite girl on the show but her boyfriend but or now fiance Bo, is my favorite guy on the show mm-hmm. so i was really really happy for them but i also felt sad because i'm like at the same time that this big scandal is coming out you're trying to share good news and people are right. kind of against you and just unfortunate and interesting timing i felt like yeah no i i totally Agree. And they both, the other girl, again, I don't watch, so I don't know her name, but the other girl that also was um, fired from the show, they both Kristen. now have, who? Kristen. Kristen, yes. They both now have the same, like, crisis manager who's been speaking for them. I know, released a statement. Um, the photo, I saw a paparazzi picture of them out, like, right after the news broke, and I'm sorry, but it was totally staged. Oh, really? 1,000% staged. She looks... She's got this designer bag. I'll try to find it. it it I think I saved it. I was just like, uh... What? Like, she totally... It it just... It looked very, um... It looked... Certainly she wasn't with Kristen, right? No, no, no. She's with her fiancé. 
Okay, because she and Kristen, like, hate each other right now. Cause, so that would be confirmation that it was staged. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah. They hate each other. Wow, I didn't know that. I'm trying to find it. I don't remember exactly where I saw it. I should have saved it. Um, anyways, I, I, I'll I try to send it to you, Grace. But she just had... it To me, it seemed totally staged. Yeah. Um, her um, podcast is really popular, and I saw they took it off everywhere. Um, like... It's not, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see. She definitely has enough of a fan base that I don't think we've seen the last of her, but I also don't, I don't know. Agreed. Interesting. Very interesting. I'm going to have to find that picture. Yeah. I should have sent it to you. I don't know why I didn't. Um, okay, I've got to, oh no, it's your turn. Sorry. It's okay. Um, uh, my next one, uh, Inu's posted it. And um, this is, like, a case I've been following on Dateline and stuff for months now. Mm-hmm. This is, like, mom in Utah who, like, several of her ex-husbands and her ex-husband's ex-wives have died. Her children have been missing since, like, January, I want to say. Oh. Like, shortly after they went missing, she and her new fiancé got married in Hawaii. Like, very bizarre situation. And people have been investigating it for months, haven't been able to figure things out. And um, her children's remains were just found missing, uh, or just found. And they've been identified as her two children, and she has been taken into custody. I think she was already there, but this is, like, so huge because finding bodies is, like, how you finish a case. So Uh it's really crazy to see that because she's nuts. Gosh, I hate that. Dayton is always coming out with the hard facts. I know. I stand Dateline. Yeah. Um, my next one. We've got to talk about this picture that Kim Kardashian posted six days ago of her four children. Oh my god! It says my whole heart. It's all four. Um, Saint Chicago Psalm and North. North looks like a completely different girl. She's like a grown woman. She's like aged so much. Um, it's crazy. And they just look like quarantine's treating them just fine. They all look very happy, very cute. They're just growing up literally like so fast. So fast. I thought the same thing. Okay, my next one, uh, while we're on the topic of Kardashians, Courtney Kardashian posted an image of her with a babe holding a baby goat and mm-hmm. I love farm animals so mm-hmm. I was like my heart was melting a little bit mm-hmm. um and she said morning and it looks like they're in like maybe Wyoming or something it looks very rural so I thought that was interesting yeah I think they've been in Montana she and Scott with the kids oh interesting um and let me just blow your mind for a second because I also had this saved um uh-huh. so was- you know Scott Disick, Kourtney Kardashian's ex-boyfriend, father of her three children, was dating Sophia Ritchie for several years. Scott recently went to rehab. Sophia and Scott have broken up. Now Scott is quarantining with the family, with his family in Montana. So this picture that you're referencing, Grace, that Kourtney posted two days ago, um, blew up on the internet because apparently that's Scott's flannel. Oh, 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 oh. People have really done some research and are high-key sure that that is his flannel. Oh, my God. 
heavens. Now, I'm not sure. I, I, I have no comment, you know, either way. It but could I'm, mean nothing, but it could mean something. Right, exactly. Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Um, okay. My next one, again, Grace, I feel like this is up your alley, but I'm going to bring it up. Um, there is all this talk and rumor of Lori Laughlin joining the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes. It was like a flurry everywhere. I didn't really know how I felt about it. I don't watch any Housewives, but, um, wow. And Andy Cohen went on his radio show, um, Radio Andy, and was talking about it and just said, basically, that the first thing, the first time he heard of it was via Twitter, and that, um... Lori is a great person and a, a talented woman, um, and she definitely has an interesting story to tell, but not as a housewife. Um, <laughs> he didn't really say never, but he just said it's not happening. Like, that's not a thing currently. Okay. So, yeah, my mom told me that, and I was like, oh, I didn't even realize that was something that was a possibility. But. She would make the perfect housewife, I think, minus the, you know, major scandal and amount of people that probably dislike her. I would agree, actually. Like, I wish this would have happened years ago. Right, exactly. I mean, it would still be really interesting, but I don't think she'd be up for it. Right, exactly. Okay. My next one uh, was posted by Grace and Dolan. You guys know I have, like, an obsession with the Dolan twins. They mm -hmm. are YouTubers. But I'm a Grayson girl. I always have been. There was a phase where I thought I might want Ethan, but I quickly snapped out of it. And um, really glad I did because Grayson posted these shirt, this series of shirtless pics. <sighs> Again, I'm getting shortness of breath. Three days ago. You do love the Dolan twins. Yeah. And he's talking about his mental and physical progression, how he's worked really hard on his body. Not that it was ever not smoking hot, uh -huh. but wow is all I have to say. I'm going to um, send it to you. Oh, his skin wow. tone, his physique, his face, his jawline, like probably the most perfect, uh, one of the most perfect men I have ever laid my eyes on. That's really funny. More than Tyler, see? See, that's why I said one of. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I gotta be, can't forget about my boy, Tyler. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, see, I see you. Yeah. I commented on it. Oh, you did? Well. Uh, hopefully he falls in love with me. Again, manifest that. I will. Um, okay, my next one is J-Lo. Oh, my gosh. J-Lo's son, Matt. She has twins, Matt and Emmy. Um, mm -hmm. They got a dog, a golden doodle. He got a dog, more specifically. Really wanted a dog, apparently. Got a dog. The dog's super cute. She posted a video of her surprising, of them surprising him with it. It is quite literally the most tender thing I've seen in a very long time. He's so excited. He's like rolling around on the ground with it, just saying how cute he is. Amazing. Like, I just was, it was just the wholesome content that I really was hoping to see during all this. Right. Um, and the pup has an Instagram already. It's called TBD Pup Official because they have not decided on the name. Um, they're trying to decide between Tyson or Yankee. Um, but of course the account has tons of followers and I don't know if JLo's running the account or who is, but like the most recent post was three days ago and it says my grandma's bestie at 
La Cabra took my new official Pupstagram portrait. What do you think? <laughs> it's just really cute and tender and just gives us more of an inside look into their blended family and I'm so here for it. Yeah, my next one was also very wholesome. Um, Tan France from Queer Eye. Ah. Yes, posted an image. Um, and by the way, season, I want to say three of Queer Eye um, debuted on Netflix June 5th. I have one episode left. I'm like really stringing it out because I don't want it to end. Uh -huh. But Tan posted on Instagram that he became a U.S. citizen and that He'd been, uh, like, trying to make this happen for years, and he's, like, so excited, and all the guys were commenting really supportive and funny stuff, um, and he'll be able to exercise his right to vote, which is majorly huge, which mm -hmm. he mentions in his caption, and I just thought it was sweet and special and made my heart happy. That is really sweet. You should totally, right after this happened, he posted that, they did their interview with Jimmy Fallon, and... I don't watch the show at all, mm -hmm. um, but it was cool because, like, obviously, you know how TV works. Like, it came on at night, but they recorded it during the day, and he had just posted it, and so they did a lot of talk about it, and Anthony, I think, he's one of them, right? Yes. He was, like, Tan's my modern-day hero. Like, I don't know. It was just so cool to see them talking about it and supporting each other if you're a fan of Queer Eye. Yeah, totally. So, my next one is Ed Westwick, who plays the infamous Chuck Bass on um, the hit CW series Gossip Girl, posted two days ago this black screen with XOXO in pink in the center. And no. he said, got a little something for you, dot, 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 tomorrow, 1 p.m., dot, 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 hint, dot, 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 XOXO. So fans were freaking out. Like, because, you know, they're doing the whole reboot on HBO Max. And, or like the spinoff, I guess. I don't know what to call it. But it's not going to be the same characters. Or at least I haven't announced that yet. So a lot of fans thought, oh my gosh, he's going to say that he's joining the series. Like all this stuff. X, Y, and Z. So then he posts, yesterday at 1, basically it's a collaboration with a company called Represent. Um, and uh, it, it's all going to be helped. It's all, all the proceeds are going to be um, going to an organization called Kick It Out, um, tackling racism and discrimination. But he's just selling um, face masks and a couple of merch items that say XOXO. Um, of course, fans were not too happy about that because... Um, total tease. It was an, Yeah, total tease. It was an interesting thing to really, like, queue up like that. So he put, it on his he put it on his story later and said, For those of you that are upset about teasing my collection with the design graphic, to raise money for at Kick It Out. I hope you can check out the charity and learn more about their mission, who they are helping, and their impact, and the impact that it will make in our world to combat racism and discrimination. It is important to me to use my platform to spread love, bring awareness to various organizations, and to do what I can to make a difference. Love, Ed. And then he also put in the corner, while a GG reboot would be a great distraction, this is not the time for distractions. It is... It is important we focus on the issues at hand and do what we can to help, even if we think it's something small. So, I wanted to read that specifically to mention that he didn't say no, that wasn't going to happen. Um, right. So, so saying there's a chance. Right. Who knows? Okay. My next one is actually like a series of three, and I think I've sent them all to you. Okay. But 
favorite celebrity makeup artist that I follow. His name's Patrick Ta, and he has um, a newer makeup line out that he sells at Sephora, mm-hmm. um, Patrick Ta Beauty. Yeah. He has done Addison Rae's makeup a couple of times, uh-huh. and it has really put her on the map for me. I think it was like my turning point because you've been standing her for yeah. a while. My gosh, I love her. Yeah, and I at first I have to admit I didn't really get the hype, but the more I see her face, see her move, I'm like, wait a second, like I think I have a huge girl crush on her, and I feel like she's moving away from like kid cutesy TikTok girl to like boss ass businesswoman, and I'm so here for it. I mean, she has star power. She does. I could not agree more. So freaking good. I love her. Also, on that mention of her, do you know Bryce Hall of TikTok? Yes. Sway House. They were kind of had a thing at the end of the year. They like went their separate ways. I wouldn't say they were dating, but they were definitely talking. And Mm -hmm. now they're like together all the time again, and fans are really speculating. And I have to admit that I did follow a fan account of theirs called Bradison Updates, just to keep up, because there's a lot of flirtation happening. It's very interesting. Honestly, no shame. I mean, yeah, no shame. Um, the next thing I just want to put on everybody's radar, um, a new film came out starring Pete Davidson and Jed Apatow called King of Staten Island. If you know anything about Pete Davidson, he's from Staten Island, and his father was actually a firefighter in Staten Island who passed away... Um, after 9-11 and it's kind of like a little biographical but also fiction but Pete plays like a a guy whose dad died that was a firefighter and like a bunch of Pete's dad's old firefighter friends are like in the movie and I don't know it's getting a lot of really good buzz and it's kind of a not a breakout role for him like everybody knows who Pete Davidson is but I feel like this is really solidifying him in his own lane he helped produce write the movie he starred in it um, I'm excited to watch it. There's, if you Google it, it'll tell you where you can watch it. I know it's on Amazon Prime. Um, obviously right now it can't be in theaters, so that's why. Um, but I would love to see him get some, some critical acclaim for this because I haven't seen it yet, but I have really high hopes for it and I've heard really, really, really great things. So yeah, check it out. Definitely. Um, this is my next one. So I actually say this, I think two weeks ago, but we didn't do saved on Instagram last week. And it's just a really nice piece. This is going back to our Black Lives Matter commentary. Uh-huh. About, you can't pick and choose what you love about black culture. And it was posted by Dom Rob XRTS. Uh. And I just thought it was really great. And it really, I thought, I think is something that a lot of people need to see. Because I think a lot of people kind of profit off hip-hop culture and um, like hip-hop fashion. But they don't acknowledge... Uh, the actual issues that are happening. So I thought that was a great piece that people um, should check out. I love that. Way to go. Thank um, you. My next one that I think that I would like to mention um, is, so the the hit show This Is Us, I love that show. Um, their Twitter, this is at This Is Us writers. So like the writers of This Is Us have a Twitter It's verified. And on Friday, I believe it was the 10th, whenever that was, um, Mm -hmm. they tweeted and said, the entire This Is Us family 
was devastated to learn of Jess Waters' passing. In our time together, Jess has left her mark on us and all over the show. She was a brilliant storyteller and a force of nature. We send our deepest sympathies to her loved ones. She was one of us. Rip. Several cast members and other celebrities, Reese Witherspoon, um, a lot of the cast members of that show were coming out um, to show offer their condolences um she uh the autopsy came back and it was officially ruled a suicide um and she was involved in so many different hollywood um television shows and movies she was very talented and um i wanted to mention it one because i'm a huge mental health advocate but two just to kind of remind you all that are listening just to make sure you're really checking in with your friends um and taking care of each other i know there were some a series of tweets where she was tweeting about how quarantine was really hard for her and her anxiety was really bad. And um, I'm not at all sure, um, you know, how she died. But again, it was ruled a suicide and and she did have some mental health um, struggles. And so I definitely encourage you to check in on one another. And one thing that I'm doing during all this to try to be really conscious of my mental health and to try to take care of myself is to just not be so hard on myself. I think that's something that we do as as it, it comes very natural to us as human beings. And um, I just, I have to say it to myself many times a day, like, don't be so hard on yourself. And so I just wanted to remind you not to be so hard on yourself and to check in on your friends and family because it's a hard time for everybody. 2020 has been obviously a whole thing. So um, all my condolences to her and the, the you know, the team of, of, of This Is Us. And um, just remember that you're loved and... Um, and that we need to give each other grace. Totally. And with that being said, unless you have more, I think that's kind of a great note to end on for both of us. Okay. We can totally but do it. If you have something else, I mean, we both ended on like yeah. social movement vibes. Yeah. So I feel like. Hold on. I have a couple of just like little, little things. Just like okay. quickly. Coachella has been canceled. It had been moved to October. It's been canceled. Um, Iggy Azalea had a baby at some point recently, not sure when, but she posted and said, I have a son. I love him beyond words. Um, interesting. Um, uh, Disney is, uh, making plans to reopen in July. So if that's something that interests you, check that out. And then my last one, um, that I want to mention because we just really, we, we could not go without mentioning it. Oh, two, two. Um, Stormy and Kylie are on the cover of Vogue uh, Czechoslovakia. I am sending it to you right now, Grace. It is beautiful. I saw it. I saw it. It was stunning. So good. And they shot it at home on an iPhone. And then to really leave you off on some wholesome content, as you were saying, Grace, I have to read you Saint's note um, that he gave to Kim for Mother's Day. Oh, my gosh. I was dying at so, this. It's a poem. It says, All About My Mom. And it has a picture of Saint in the top, and it has a little heart glued on that says, Mom, I love you. It says, My mom is 11 years old. She likes to leave me alone. The best thing she cooks is babas, which Kim said is bottles. My favorite food, her favorite food is asparagus. Her favorite drink is juice, apple, grape, orange. Her favorite thing she does to relax is watch TV. We like to buy apps on the iPod together iPad together. She is really good at working out. As you can see, my mom is, speci is special because she snuggles me and she buys things for me. Kim, like, posted that on her story, but, like, crossed out all the things that, like, weren't true about it. Like, she was like, I hate asparagus. I'm obviously not 11 years old. Um, I don't buy him things on the app. He buys them himself. Um, yeah. 
and then tells me he did. So just really funny, really sweet. Um, but yeah. I did have to laugh at that. Yeah, that was good. That was real, real good. Okay. I think um, I'm looking at the outline one more time. I think that's all that I have. Me too. Okay, guys. We love you. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, and we'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Yes. Bye. Bye.